0: Thank you for coming to the inaugural episode of the podcast that doesn't have a name yet, but it's about video games and stuff related to video games. And I'm Greg. I go by Wagsy a lot. Here we have my friends Packy and James, uh, lifelong friends, known them for well over half of my life at this point. Very long time. Um, and they're the people that like when an E3 or something happens, they're the people I text and bug the shit out of because I really want to talk about it. And so we're just going to talk about stuff related to games. Um, that's all I got. You guys got anything to say?
1: This is just a recording of the Xbox Party Jet. But now we're not <laughs> playing games, so it's way less interesting for me. <laughs> uh,
0: we, can, we can do both. We can We can definitely...
1: That'd In be such future. a dysfunctional podcast if oh. we're all like, and it's all audio, and so some poor audio listeners just listening to well, us like absent mindedly just... talking about video <laughs> games, and then periodically breaking mid sentence to swear at someone.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, I think
2: that <laughs> that'd be a great uh, foundation of a successful podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Okay. Random thought. All right. So you said swearing at someone. I don't know. I I don't know why I was thinking about this today. but like, is it just me or? do people complain about they they use the word now desync they they complain about desync today and like it feels like it's it's so much more it's so frequent now right and i and to be fair i'm mainly thinking of two things uh halo infinite people complain about desync there all the time and they always say desync they never say lag and then multiverses is the same way i've been playing a lot of multiverses recently um, which is just like, for those who don't know, it's just a platform fighter, similar to Super Smash Bros with like Warner Brothers IPs. So like some DC characters the like guy like Arya Stark from Game of Thrones and Iron Giant and LeBron James from Space Jam- Like it's, it's great. Um, but anyways, like people always complain about, about desyncing these things. And I'm like, I personally, like I experienced these things, but I don't feel like it's any more than it used to be. Like I think back to like five or ten years ago, or even like I was playing COD Zombies the other day with with Max. And uh like I I got lag spikes playing COD Zombies, and it's it's just like the normal thing that exists all the time. And like I don't know, it feels like people complain about it all the time, and they always use the word desync now instead of so just lag. Like it like it used to be like, God damn it, I got lag, or like this lag spike, or like that's lag, you didn't kill me, that's lag, you know? Like, I don't know. I feel like the name has changed, even though it's the same thing and people like also are more vocal about it and thinking it's happening more now than I, I don't think it I don't think it's more often. I don't know. What do you guys think?
1: I don't think? think it's I think the terminology change makes perfect sense because of how connections have changed since like we started playing games where it was all what's the word here, like direct. And so it truly was input lag in that there was extra time before your input actually registered. Whereas now it's called a desync because usually it's either servers or now even like multiverses that we play where it's direct peer to peer um, where it rolls it back. And so they call it desync because it looks like it is desynced when really it's just rolling back the server state to what they know those inputs when you actually inputted them should have done. And so it just looks really jarring when there's a lot of, you know, a lot of rollback happening with frequency.
0: And actually, Um, as you you say that, I noticed the same thing in Halo Infinite too, right? Like people had the mm clips in Halo Infinite, which were fucking hilarious, by the way of like they recorded it from their point of view and then they went back and played it back in theater the exact same scene and the theater is like recording what the server registered right and it's just fucking hilariously different and you're right you're totally right that is literally just the two things got completely out of sync so i think you're right that makes a lot of sense with the terminology change there um but i feel like in in multiverses, I don't know, I feel like you could still apply lag to that scenario, right? Like the, Mm -hmm. though I'm lagging and oh, I just caught up. And yeah, like the behavior is different. It's not like my game freezes, right? But like at the end of the day, it's still like, I had a lag spike. And so like, it's taking some period of time for like the
2: real state of things to update. I don't know, I'm just
0: grumpy. (laughs) Just stupid.
2: I would say at least here in my circle of friends that I still play games with, like we definitely still use lag probably more to describe it. Um, but I I think you're both right that in like the wider vernacular of people that play, whether it be competitively or just like casually when people talk about it in general, I think there definitely is that transition over, um, for sure. So
0: I just thought it was interesting. But but do you guys feel like those things happen more often now than they did before, or no? No shot. I think it's so much less common. Um, yeah, I, I, that's my impression as well. I don't know. And I mean, like, to be fair, like disclaimer, I have I have good internet. I don't know. Right. Like I got, I got fiber. It's, it's stable. Like, and so, yeah, disclaimer, I, like, I don't know. I don't experience it. That's not to say that other people don't. Uh, and also I'm not gonna say I don't experience it. I do experience it. I don't experience it at the rate at which other people make it seem like it happens. That's, that's what I mean to say. Um, but yeah, I don't know.
1: I think especially in like server oriented games where you share a server, I think like if their connection is bad, it it punishes them for having a bad connection with how the rollback works. So like if they're seeing it a lot, they're seeing it. And now it's just, instead of you watching them lag all over the place, like you kind of just watch them do things that seem dumb (laughs) and (laughs) And and like a very normal way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Then you just beat up on them and you're like, Oh no, it's was fine for me. (laughs) Worked perfectly well. (laughs) And, and also like standards change, right? Like we saw lag all the time and we're like, it's, It's constantly laggy, they see it less often, but their internet in general is better and devices are better at handling spikes of lag or desyncs. So the little they see it is really jarring because they don't see it as often. Yeah, it's less
2: common. So it just feels like a bigger thing for Mm -hmm. sure.
1: Also, it's whiny oh. kids on the internet. We're always going to find shit to whine about, no matter what it is, no matter how mild it is. Like people, we, people,
0: people love to bitch. You're totally right. Like mm-hmm. it's it's the classic. Like you go look at reviews, things, and people are way more likely to leave a negative review than a positive thing. Obviously, right? Like uh-huh. yeah, always. because like if things are going great, you're not gonna whatever. You're just gonna keep playing. And but if it's if it's a shitty experience, then yeah, you're gonna you're gonna go complain. That's fair. I think, like
1: I've just noticed, just. especially in like
0: video games. I
1: think like we're, it's such a well. A market that's so saturated in, like, diversity and quantity of games and quality of games that, like, any game that isn't goddamn perfect, uh, people bitch about endlessly. It's why this podcast can exist, right? Like, no matter what news, no matter what games they put out there, like, we will find a way to rip it to pieces because one small thing is wrong. Oh, that's very true.
0: To be fair, I hope to be an over-optimist. That's not true. I, I, I hope to be fair, balanced, reasonable in general when i try to think about or talk about things
1: no we're going to talk about microsoft so you can say you're going to be uh over optimist
0: (laughs) oh yeah as a disclaimer um i play the majority of my games on xbox uh i play a little bit on pc um and then you were kind enough to lend me your ps4 pro and uh i got to experience god of war which is i still think one of the greatest games i've ever played um Uh, fun
1: fact your anchor session just died
0: I yeah. am well aware of that. <laughs> Hashtag podcast. Problem.
1: Hey! You made, you made it a full. Like yeah, it's,
0: it's a good thing we got this other recording. See? they ahead. True. That's why we did two things. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so actually, that's, that's a great point, though. Like, so yeah, my background mainly play on Xbox, uh, subscribe to Game Pass, great service. Um, occasionally play on pc if i'm playing on pc it's more than likely an activision blizzard game which uh as you you know if you might if you're following the news you can probably put together that i'm probably pretty pleased by the microsoft activision blizzard acquisition um in the it whole it's really nice because i
1: feel like it's saved too. you some orange strikes because instead of having to both jerk off microsoft and blizzard now <laughs> it's just one <laughs> thing, yeah, it's, just one yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: it's just it's so much easier I should I should really go thank them. I'll write them a thank you letter when it closes. Um, we will talk about that at some point because that's very interesting. Um, but I, I think let's let's do a little more background. Uh, if I am playing on PC, like I said, it's normally Activision Blizzard games, uh, probably Heroes of the Storm, Rip, uh, or 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 WoW. I have played so many hours of WoW in my life. Um, to be fair, that's that's not even true. I haven't actually even played that much because like. I do the thing now where a new expansion comes out, I sub, play for three months, and then I basically don't play again for the rest of the expansion. Um, Fingers crossed for Game Pass Super Duper Ultimate with WoW. Um, Anyway, so that's me.
2: What about you, James? Um, Just broadly, I've been playing games for a very long time. Started with the N64, you know, a billion years ago. Got a PS1, and I've played every one of the big three mainline consoles or owned them at some point in my life since the n64 basically so whether that be sony microsoft or nintendo um i currently have an xbox one series x i've got a ps5 now Uh, i've got a switch that i don't play a ton but i do love and then i do have a relatively nice computer um so gaming is definitely like my biggest hobby for sure and something i've always been interested in and a for a very long time um, as far as games that I play, I play a pretty broad range of games, with the exception of sports games, which I generally can't stand. And um no, same, JRPGs, same usually not a big fan of either, just personally. Like I like Fire Emblem, but that's a little that's that's about it. Um but yeah, beyond that specifically, obviously I love all the classic shooter games of all kinds. So like Greg was talking about Activision with Call of Duty and stuff like that. I love Battlefield, although not the current one, of course. Um very disappointed in that and then beyond the, sh- the obvious answers that are like the big flagship titles from most studios i really enjoy strategy games which are not as powerful of a genre as they used to be um hopefully it comes back at some point i love simulation games
0: like, like starcraft age of empires
2: that um play- i was never a big starcraft person i like starcraft 2 a lot but i was never that much but i loved all the command and conquer games as a kid which like basically created that genre as we see it yeah. um at least they did it's a little obviously different now But yeah, Command & Conquer played a ton of as a kid. That was the first thing got me into modding, honestly, um, was Command & Conquer. Um, Now it's mostly like big kind of grand strategy games, like the Paradox games, which are all basically just big map games. Love all of those. Um, Total War, Warhammer 3's got its big update coming out next week, I'm super excited for. Um, And then beyond that, like I was saying, simulator games, like I love City Skylines, uh, stuff along those lines too. So yeah, I try to play a broad range of things to get a good experience. And also, that's just kind of person I am, you know, flitting between things wherever my attention takes me. So. No, I, I get that. I like that. Yeah. What about I you, to,
1: I love to talk about why strategy games have fallen off the way they have, because they really did used to be like the dominant game type. Like, oh, so the
0: they very were early, for sure. Like, are I they are they still 2000s. big in Korea? Are they still big in Korea? Like, I mean, Not obviously, like, 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 like that ones. was where it's just I the started. same ones. Yeah, like yeah, Star Starcraft, StarCraft two and Guild <laughs> War. Yeah. Are, yeah, it's always it, is, it, is it too. because of League of Legends? Is, is League of Legends the answer to I that think, question of why they dropped off? Like, like realistically, yeah, I think, that's what like, it is.
2: Honestly, MOBAs for one definitely like fragmented it, um, when that became like a mainline thing, mm-hmm. and then beyond that, I think for the broad appeal for gaming in general, I think the attention span has definitely dropped. Um, And so for a lot of people, one, they just don't have the attention to sit there and like strategically plan out everything, even for the fast paced games like StarCraft. There's obviously strategy with that. Um, And also, I mean, especially for us, as we get older, the industry itself is still going to cater to like the younger people just because that's where a lot of the money is. And, you know, I I work with the money. (laughs) They're not playing strategy games. So I
0: think that's that's very fair. It's because they're 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 long and, they're and you can see that they're and you, well and it's kind of funny too because if you look at like really competitive like StarCraft games, I feel like and to be fair it's been a very long time since I've watched these right but like <laughs> I feel like the games would either end in like eight minutes or fifty right oh, yeah. like i feel like yeah. it was over right off the bat with like some crazy like zerg rush strategy or something like that or like uh reaper rush when the when starcraft two first first came out oh, i played a bit of starcraft i was i was okay <laughs> i i cheesed it um and then yeah so i feel like when you're playing it yourself it's 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 very long and it's a very big commitment and what I think is interesting is I think that the industry recognized that. And I could be wrong. Obviously, I'm not. We're not. Uh, also, none of us are in the industry. We're yeah. really passionate about video games. Yes. Um, but I look, at, I look at Halo Wars 2, which mm-hmm. they added the Blitz game mode. And yeah. a lot of the, like, really hardcore fans obviously didn't like that. Oh. But I think that was their attempt to make a quicker, faster-paced strategy game to appeal to more people. And so I think they recognized that oh there's th- this is hard to get into and it, it takes a lot of time to like even play just one game and so I think that was their attempt to like kind of counteract that I don't know
2: that's just my thoughts I mean I can speak from a kind of personal stance Greg you know this person also but we have a good friend at least I still have a good friend Greg I don't <laughs> know if you talked to him as much Yeah, yeah he's legitimately I don't remember. So I don't know good. what his ranking is now in Halo to Wars 1 and 2. We should, we but he's legitimately time. very highly ranked in the competitive Halo Wars scene. One of the last, you know, 200 people still playing it. And yeah, he <laughs> never touches blitz mode. It's, it's, that must not be he why he's into. ranked so high. He's, I mean, he's good too, but top it helps 50 to, no, he's 200. very good. The population <laughs> so good. Is, you know, oh, not there anymore.
0: Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, I, don't know, I think that's interesting. And I would love to dive deeper into that, or more specifically, I would love to have an episode in the future where we just look at different genres as a whole. Like we can look yeah. at we can look at fighting games, we can look at at RTSs, FPSs, et cetera. And I think that'd be very interesting to kind of like look at genres as an entity as an entire thing as opposed to the individual games yeah. inside of this. Um, that being said, Packy, what's your background?
1: Um another lifelong
0: gamer. Um
1: I think my gaming journey was always like as a kid yeah i always was obsessed with games before i even was allowed to have them i thought they were the coolest looking things ever and then i got them very like trickle feed i would i was in that situation i bet you all were in this too like pretty similar where like i would get like one game every year or like a couple years and just be obsessed with that one and like play the ever-living shit out of it like be pokemon the originals uh, multiple times uh uh, the reason I still play Superstar, Super Smash Brothers Melee is we got a GameCube and we got three games and Melee was one of them and it's the only games we had for years and years. Um, and then got an Xbox later and then played, like, I think one of, like, two or three games that I own was Call of Duty. Uh, it's where I'm into the Borderlands series now and, yeah. like, still play most of the, I didn't play the their most recent, recent one because it wasn't a mainline series, but it's the reason I keep playing them. Like, I just played the original one to fucking death. Yeah. Um, and then got, you know, and then college I didn't play as much. Oh, yeah. Also played a little bit of WoW. Um, I think I got on a couple times and played with Greg. Maybe oh, for yeah, a few. Just a,
0: just, a, just a little bit. I pretty. Yeah. Do you think maybe your playtime you is past mine? I think, it, I think it probably has. It definitely has. There's no is. way it has.
1: It. It's like disgustingly uh-huh. higher now, especially because after. Um, in college, I didn't play as much of, of anything. Um, You and I played Smite a couple times. That's like most of what I remember about gaming. And then I played a little bit of like. You know, local party games with people, um, but then I went and once I graduated and actually started making money and could start buying my own games, I just remembered and, you and had lost that time. Yeah, and what most of all, like, triggered the I should go and experience all these different games that I should play was working. It was one of the summers I played at. Um, did you just shrink me? Oh but did that happen? I'm still staring at. Us being the two <laughs> smallest people in a room full of our viewers.
0: You're very small. Oh, that should be off. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> was, I've been staring be at it the whole time.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just I've been waiting to work in the the our, our I should you, should
0: you you can change it for yourself. Go change the view for yourself. Yeah, no, I I have oh, the normal grid now. I just have the normal grid. Okay, perfect. I'm sorry for that.
1: <laughs> all right,
0: very good. Uh, uh, podcast problems.
1: It's okay. I you know you uh, told us you're gonna have this all figured out on day one, and I believed you. <laughs> and You know what? That was that was yeah, my mistake. just
0: like how our secondary audio backup, uh, you know, already already died.
1: Yeah, it's let it's good 12 minutes.
0: It's going great, well. guys. <laughs> it's going
1: great. Yeah. Thank uh, uh, But anyway, I, so I graduate um, and start making actual money. And so the summer, two summers before, when I was interning in back in our hometown, um, that okay. summer I was just interning. And I didn't have a lot to do during the day while I was waiting for a later shift. after I finished interning at like two in the afternoon. I had a later shift at night and I would just go to uh, one of our friends house and sit down. Nobody was there and he had an old PlayStation 2 and I'd be Kingdom Hearts 1 and I 2. That say, this is,
0: I remember the Kingdom Hearts room. Yes.
1: I would go up. The only things in this dirty, disgusting little room were like a $15 armchair and a small CRT sitting up on a, uh, a crate, (laughs) not like an actual TV stand, just like a crate. And it would be that. And the PlayStation sat right in front of it. It was the most like it's, you see images all the time where it's like the typical, like, uh, the dude essentials and it's just a bed and then a television. Um, and that was this room, but there's additionally a PlayStation. Um, and so I beat both those games, absolutely had a blast. And was like, and then when I graduated, I was like, I need to go play those games, which lead, led to me getting a PlayStation. And then I kind of had the like, there are all these great games on all these different uh, consoles that I've never played. Like, I should go try just the best of each of these. And so, yeah, that is when gaming for a time turned into this massive money sink of getting at one point I had all the different. I think I still technically do have all the different platforms you that you can play on.
0: You Yeah, you I, I believe you own. I think you 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 loaned out your PS5 at the moment, right?
1: Yeah, Max has the PS Five. Yeah, I guess I am actually totally up to date. Besides my, so I have a PS Five. You don't I have the OLED. Now.
0: You don't have the OLED Switch, but that's
1: yeah, I don't have the OLED Switch, but that, I still can play like all the Switch up. games.
0: Yeah,
1: and I think they're like, you know, that's not their next gen platform, right? That's just kind of like yeah, their yeah. they buff their system a little bit. Um, but yeah, then I have the Xbox Series X. I have the Switch. Um, I have my PC, which is I think probably is probably the oldest. Cause Greg, you updated recently i have the same pc that i, I built right out yeah of i
0: bought a um i bought a laptop from micro center and i realized it's like kind of blasphemous and like i just pissed off all the pc master race people but it was 600 bucks and had an i7 and then an like rtx 3050 ti and it was 600 fucking bucks and <laughs> i can take it anywhere yeah. i fucking want <laughs> like this was this was also like a year ago during like peak gpu price time mm-hmm. so like it was, it was 600 bucks, I sold my desktop, my old MacBook from college, and my old Surface Pro from college, and I just replaced all three of those with a single machine. And it, they basically, I sold all three of those together, was like, I sold them all for, yeah, like 600 bucks. So like, I basically just like traded out three old, really old pieces of hardware for one brand new piece of hardware with a nice GPU. So, well, nice-ish GPU, you know. Mm-hmm. It's It's the current gen, and it's 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 not bad you know it does the ray tracing okay i got my pretty shiny minecraft if i want it um uh, that's, you guys that's give way injury. more background than i did which is not a bad thing i think it's an excellent thing um and now i feel like i have to give a little more but i'm going to give a little bit more teeny tiny bit more it's it's mainly you said it was something you said back. it was the You know when you were growing up you get like basically one or two games a year Mm -hmm. i don't think i had exactly quite that um but i was the youngest of three three well two brothers three children i'm the youngest of, of three children um and so obviously i was the last priority to get to play games um and i remember like being like five and being like, hey, it's my turn to use the computer. Or like when we went to go buy like the N64, like I think my like mom gave me like a penny so that like I could say like part of the N64 was mine and like I was allowed to play it. You know, <laughs> it wasn't just like my because like I think my brothers basically split the cost of it and I just like mm-hmm. put it a penny because I mean, like I, I was the youngest. And, uh, and so, yeah, no, I've, I've been playing games on and off for a very long time obviously on 64 uh we'd occasionally go to a friends that had uh had like was, it wasn't a dreamcast it was just oh, it was just the snes i think um and then like uh let's see eventually my oldest brother bought an original xbox and then eventually ended up modding that and that was awesome um and then obviously we we had a ps2 the ps2 was like that was the bee's knees system like that was that was awesome. Well, that and the game oh, are yeah. like about the same time, right? Oh, definitely um, gotta give it game, to the game GameCube had games, but the PS2 was so good. And I remember specifically playing Final Fantasy X. Like playing Final Fantasy X for the first time on the PS2 was such an experience. Like, and it was one of those things where, like, you know, like you'd have the, the you know, your friends over on the block, they'd come over and you'd just sit around and play you know play for like an hour and you know like it was just it was like you'd, you'd like you you'd, you'd lose in blitzball and you'd like have to pass the controller and <laughs> it was it was great um but yes so to Hold anyone who's curious
1: still... along your your gamer journey at what point did you kind of hit the like all right microsoft is for me because now, yeah. now you're at the point where when, like you would literally because you played playstation which i did not know you played playstation yeah i didn't know that younger. either Greg. <laughs> so at it's what not, point were you I, like, all oh, right, no more PlayStation, PlayStation at all?
0: I, okay, to be fair, I'm not no more PlayStation. I, I, that's, that's, you'll not, take it for free. Uh, okay. It's not even just that. I, there's a solid chance I'll buy a PS5 at some point. And if I don't buy a PS5, then what I'll probably end up doing is I'm, I, Sony has started to, and I hope they continue to, uh, put their games on, on Steam and PC. Um, and so if they continue to do that, I will most likely be purchasing some of their first-party studio games uh, on Steam. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's a good question. So the point at which you could say I became a fanboy, although I really don't like fanboy. I mean, like, I have a very strong preference, like, extremely strong you, preference.
2: Greg, when I think of a Microsoft fanboy, Yeah, okay, but <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna
0: to go with open-minded fanboy, though, is uh-huh. what I would, uh-huh. I would say. <laughs> Um, I openly admitted God of War is probably, like, one of my top games of all time. Okay, that's something, at least. That's something. It's so good. It is, it is unbelievably good. I just, it was was great. Anyways, um, it was college. Um, so, in high school, we we played a lot of 360 live, right? And so that was, that was big, right? Like, that was the... That was the start of it, obviously, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That was like we had eight people playing jetpack swords on a Halo Reach, <laughs> and it was awesome.
2: I mean, we still talk right? about like, those days. Yeah, oh, yeah. That
0: is, yeah, that that is. And how fucking long ago was that? At this point,
2: literally ten years. Ten years that ago, was like then, literally yeah. ten, ten years,
0: years ago. ago. It's been a fucking decade, decade. since we no, like more. had eight people in a party and played Ten years it was
1: twenty twelve. So I was senior year. So I think that was actually probably. You're right. It probably
0: would have been junior year. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but so that was a big part of it. And then go to college, bring the 360 with me. Uh, played a lot of Call of Duty, like a lot of Modern Warfare 3. Of course. Um, and so again, a big part of it. Um, but really it was, and this is gonna sound unbelievably stupid. Um, it was honestly the Xbox One. I everyone shit on it. Uh, and arguably, rightfully so. It was like, a bad There were <laughs> many dumb decisions, right? Yeah. Like. Forcing the Connect was a bad, like it was, it, it just, it made it so ex- expensive. I forgot that it about
1: that. I forgot you yeah, had, had to use the Kinect.
0: Yeah. And it was just it like, they, it was literally a hundred dollars more because it came with the Connect that like most people didn't use. That the only being time said, I remember
1: the existence of the Connect is when someone is using their old one and the audio sucks. And like, there's an echo. It's usually Max, <laughs> like one of our friends will is, use yes, the Kinect yes. and it echoes and it's terrible. And it's like, oh, I remember
0: that. I remember why I That's hated it. you if so as soon as you calibrate it it's perfect and then literally as soon as anything in the room changes at all like you go sit an inch to the left it like just the calibration gets fucked up (laughs) um that being said actually so there is this now i'm getting sidetracked but i another excellent game um very different than god of war very indie i think it's indie i don't know it's called fru f r u and it was a very, very, look at, look it up. People, people, people playing, look it up. It It is a connect game. It is fantastic. So it's literally just like basically a puzzle game where you have to use your body to like change the world so that you can like pass through areas and stuff. Like it, it's a very good game. Um, Oh, that's neat. And more importantly, it's just like, it's just clearly like a, like yeah, like just a small indie game. And also it came out like, I think this says 2016, right? So like actually a fair bit after um, the Xbox One initially launched, right? And they still came out with this game for it. And I I think it was really excellent. Like shout out to those developers. They did a fantastic job making like just a fun game that used the technology well. Mm -hmm. Um, But so that being said, I, on launch of the Xbox One, uh, they had Titanfall as an exclusive. Like <laughs> Titanfall One was like, oh, it was pin. It was like that was like a really good in my mind a really good example of at the time a next gen game. It's like we have this giant world, and because like this is like and also so like my back like I'm a I'm a software engineer right, and so like around that time like. Public cloud, I mean, public clouds have had existed before then, right? But they were really starting to pick up steam around that time, right? So public clouds being AWS, Azure, and GCP, um, which is Amazon, Microsoft, and Google. Um, anyway, so Titanfall, you know, launches and like, we got this big world and we're, you know, we're hosting these servers on Azure. And because of that, we can run like the AI for the the soldiers in the game, like on the cloud. And so then like you play it and it was just, for the time. And fuck, not even for the time. No, it's Titan still Fall great. 1 is a Oh fa- uh, yeah, great. Titanfall 1 is a I wish the second game had more game. of the first Fear. game
2: in it. Like so
0: good. So one. Like and I I'm I'm pretty sure they showed that at the reveal, right? I'm pretty sure they showed that game at the reveal, right? So I was like that looks fantastic. It didn't launch, right? But then honestly like I I love and I hate gimmicks. Um and so like I, I kind of digged all the gimmicks in a way, right? Like I liked the <laughs> connect, I liked the voice control. I liked the, the snap, which was like, snap was, you could put an app to like an eighth of the screen on the side and then the game was on the rest and like, they got rid of it and it makes me sad. i like, I wish they would either bring that back or picture in picture, probably picture in picture, like overlay. That'd be nice. Yeah, it just, um, picture in picture. It was worse picture in picture is what it was, Like it was, it was <laughs> you want it back. No, I want I want picture in picture. I want picture. In okay, picture in picture, right. Like I want I want an overlay. Right. Like I want to have like my Netflix window overlay atop my thing. But then, so then the other thing Microsoft did um, with the Xbox One reveal that I re- again another gimmick. But I thought it was so cool at the time. Was so actually a great gimmick. So one of the I'm trying to remember. So I believe I can. I think I can remember the Xbox One launch. So I got the console um i think i got three games for it i think it was dead rising three rise son of rome and i don't remember what the other one was um rise son of rome a beautiful I eight agree. hour linear game love it
1: i swear i've heard you recommend it a hundred times it's, so so good. It's, all right. it's pretty good that's right here. You're the only good. one who thinks it's excellent. Everybody else in the world and on the internet is like, it's fine. Like, it's, you know, love, it's, it's a yeah, decent eight I hours. I
2: love
0: linear games. Like, if I'm playing a single player game, I fucking hate open world games.
2: I, why don't I you like Sony them. more, man? Because Sony's putting out all the I, linear, I don't, I don't, I don't know, highly know, crafted know, like, games. Yeah, well that's, that's their niche. I, I'm aware. Dude,
0: oh, not only, not only got to work Last of Us. I haven't played Last of Us Part 2 yet. The Last of Us you Part should. 1 like, played that in college. Oh, my God, that game They're is so um, Fantastic. Although I'm a big Naughty Dog fanboy myself, so. But, so. but so, yeah, Rise of the Run was great. And then Dead Rising 3, they they did a, a Kinect gimmick, which was the, like, very, other games did it too, but it was the, like, the Kinect was, like, listening, and if you made too much noise, and it would, like, attract zombies or whatever. It was fucking stupid. It was so stupid, but <laughs> I loved it. And then the other gimmick they did on Xbox One launch, which I kind of wish they would bring back as well, some of these, like man, they were cool, but they don't need to bring them back. Is they had this thing called Smart Glass, and this was like the start of the like phone companion app. Um, and Smart Glass doesn't exist anymore, but it was. Uh, oh, I think the other exclusive on launch, uh, third party exclusive, because they don't they don't have first party exclusives besides no, no. you know, Halo: Forts of My or Gears of War. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but third party exclusive was uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. I think the very first one was you exclusive. You did like to that. I remember that. Yeah. still does. And I, I, am I wrong? Am I, it's, it's They're fun. It's pretty I don't good. know. It's I fun. like, I like hero shooters. Yeah, no, it's, they're just, it's just a hero shooter. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, do you guys remember, was the first one exclusive to Xbox? I mean, I, I'm sure I can look it up. Uh, uh,
2: that sounds maybe. right, but I don't remember for sure. I put
0: out the
2: Xbox One. did launch. this thing.
0: They did this thing with smart glass where they had, like, the um, – again, these are all gimmicks. I'm sorry. Like, people are listening to me, and they're like, this dude's fucking stupid. And, yeah. Oh, they figured that basically. out a while ago. We're already 40 <laughs> minutes
1: in. That's so much earlier. <laughs> when the audio, when the audio recording the, died. It's yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> anchor died. <laughs> yup. Um, I know what I'm listening to here.
0: But so, but so smart glass was like one person could be, they had like the, the big battlefield style game mode, where it's like pushing down mm-hmm. objectives or whatever. There's mm-hmm. like five objectives mm-hmm. you take one you know, at a time. Right. And then they had like curious Dave or no, I don't fucking know. crazy Dave. Crazy Dave was like, you could be crazy Dave on your like phone or tablet and like interact with things in the game.
2: I mean, right? division one touted that as like one of its original features. They had a companion app where somebody could like be the drone for the other players cool. and like yeah, i love cool. the division games but like I, it never w- was anything because they were stupid it was <laughs> so dumb it was so dumb yeah but
0: i loved it especially at the time right because i was i was i mean i was just i was just eating this up right I was just like, like oh this is also cool and then more importantly um i personally would not have been affected by the thing that everybody actually hated which was you have to be always online yeah and I realized yeah. that was an objectively shitty fucking thing to do. And yeah. more importantly, his answer to that was even shittier. Oh, yeah. Which was, we have a console for that. It's the Xbox 360. It's yep. like, no, Sony has a console for that. It's called the PS fucking four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. That was such a terrible fucking answer. And to be fair, I don't, I mean, I'm not an executive. I don't know what the fuck I would say in that scenario. Right. But like. I it wouldn't have affected me and actually because I wouldn't have been affected by the negative parts and then they had to rip and pull all these things back out then we didn't get any of the good parts right and people like there are no such thing as good parts and they are they had they had family sharing right like they like part of their plan was family sharing where like which would not have been family sharing, it would have been friend sharing, right? Cause that's what everyone does. But like, it would have been, and like to be fair, you can like kind of do that today with like the home consoles and stuff. Yeah, I've but like I've done it before,
2: yeah.
0: Oh no, I, I totally, all the time. Like I I console home console swap all the time.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. In fact, actually I'm gonna lend uh, my, one of my One Xs to a friend uh, who has a PS5, but he was like, man, I kind of want to play some Halo. And so I'm gonna like slap it as my home console and give it to him. and and he can he can play right way on there. Um, Wait, but yeah, play, no, like, original Family Sharing Plane was so much better. Uh, I think he wants to play Master Chief Collection. Uh, okay. MCC's MC's great. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was... That was probably when it started, was, like, the end of high school and the beginning of college was, like, that was where I, like, truly was, like, the Xbox is my console. And when it, also, I love... Mementos, I guess, is the thing. Is the word right? Like, I'm not an achievement hunter, right? So, like, I don't go out of my way to 100% games. But like, I have the same Xbox account from when we were in high school, right? Like, I'm, you two don't. <laughs> I lost one. Uh, I know, I do.
1: Yeah. several. I,
0: like, there's there's a history to that. Sure, I, and, I get um, it. Yeah, and so like that is also the other big part of it, right? Like, I couldn't imagine throwing away. Well, not, not as throwing, throwing away is the wrong word, right, but like losing a lot of that sure. history that I had
2: on the account. Yeah. Um, I mean, my PlayStation account's the same one I've always had, I'm pretty sure, so it's just my Xbox One got, that got, got nice. scrapped.
1: I was actually thinking, I think it'd be interesting on, especially for the context of this podcast, to like if there was a way to objectively for all of us to count up all the different games that we have tried, um, put more than X number of hours into, or have like fully completed, and like kind of see how your statistics would break down I think that'd be really be nice to see you'd never be able to
0: um (laughs) not semi-related not quite is um Microsoft did this like museum thing or whatever it was kind of janky and like they should have just given me the stats I didn't want to load into some like shitty 3D environment and like walk around I just wanted the stats um but it was still cool because like they had stuff that like I didn't realize they were keeping the keeping stats on at the time is like i'm pretty sure my most played game on xbox is still modern warfare 3 from high school right high school and we college right? i have your copy right? of modern
2: warfare 3 by the way <laughs> <laughs> from college
0: i i lost a copy of injustice at some point in college and i was like but, um, but i have your
2: modern warfare 3
0: but yeah so that's what i'm talking about like that history right like i love that i was able to go do that again I don't know why they made it some shitty 3D environment. Just give me a fucking page with the stats. That's all I care about. Um, And so I thought that was cool. And then my enjoyment with Xbox has then grown, right? Because they've made, in my opinion, like a bunch of good decisions since Mm. they fucked up and, you know, had to rip everything back and regain consumer trust. Um, Like obviously Game Pass is ultimate. Game Pass is great. uh, uh i said game pass is ultimate game pass ultimate is great um before they did game pass even though um it kind of goes on under appreciated i think a lot of times um xbox play anywhere which was um and still is not while it still is um you can you know uh well the developer if the developer chooses has to choose to do it right but it's like essentially the same store listing for uh windows and and uh xbox and so if you bought the game on you know xbox you would be able to play it on your computer and vice versa and this was a select number of games that that had to support it right but like i thought that was very consumer friendly and then like of course like it's you know your saves transfer over when you do that too right it's the same store listing it's the same cloud save files like you know that kind of stuff and then obviously game pass is great and then like going forward like you know now with the current gen like you know they're not doing the pay for an upgrade right like they're doing the same thing they did with play anywhere uh essentially they just now extended that to the series x and obviously third party they they're not forcing third-party developers to do that but um they're doing that at least on their own stuff which i think is cool so um play anywhere
1: the transferring saves um being able to actually play on the cloud like microsoft is so clearly light years ahead of the rest of the gaming industry in terms of using the cloud if you've ever tried to transfer a save on any other console oh, it's a nightmare it is, oh my god even on steam if it is not like a cloud-based server hosted surprises
0: thing. me when that i tried is not great wow when i
1: tried to move over my stardew valley save from one pc to another it was a manual export and import process Jeez. like i had to move uh. the game files myself which was yeah so, see, i was so blown away see,
0: that's that's awful right like Mm-hmm. And so I feel like a lot of it is because, like, they're a software company, right? Like, that's yeah, they have the infrastructure they and they're they just do, larger, right? That's like, how they keep they, it. They have, they have Azure, <laughs> they have billions of dollars, right? Like, that's why Game Pass um, works. Yeah, it was yeah. a great yeah, idea It works because
1: <laughs> they've thrown so much money at it. I thought that was what you're like, how they've improved was going to be. was just going to be listing off all the decisions they've made that support Game Pass because that's been most of their strategy.
0: Also, yeah, no, yeah, no, xCloud is excellent. Let me reel the, that uh, back. Let me, let me reel that back. Cloud streaming services are okay. They serve a purpose and xCloud serves that purpose. And the fact that it's included in Game Pass Ultimate uh is excellent right yeah. like the fact that like i can twist someone's arm to play a game with me and i can say just click the cloud button you don't have to install it yeah right That's nice and they could just <laughs> play right then and there. Is so great like they I still need never use that some feature UX there it's so good i mean we did it with there was one time i couldn't get Sea of Thieves the launch i don't know if you remember this and i, I, I literally yeah, yeah, I fucking it. uninstalled it and just streamed it from the cloud which like goes back to like, there's clearly some UX problems of like, you cannot install it and stream it at the same time, which mm-hmm. to me feels like a no brainer, right? Like, yeah. seriously, like that that's a no, I, I want to play it while it downloads. And then I want to eventually play it on my thing. And of course, obviously, like we were talking about the saves are just, the saves are just there, it just works, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, no, you're right, like that's, that's great. And actually, I would love to talk about cloud gaming in in the future um not right now but it's very interesting because obviously you have you have microsoft with you know their game pass ultimate offering you have uh google stadia um yeah shit that, disclosure that uh, disclosure happened. i i work for google just wanted to reiterate here that any opinions stated are my own and not those of the company I'm not on stadia but i feel like if i'm referencing well, Stadia. I feel like actually. Well, you that. said you work for Google. You
1: didn't have to then say that you don't work on Stadia, because I assume anybody who works on worked on Stadia is unemployed at this point.
0: <laughs> uh so they did shut down their first party studios, which is kind remember of that? sad because, like,
1: time number two, if I recall correctly, because they have already tried creating their own first party studio in the past, and uh That, they I, don't,
0: that I don't remember. Um, no, I'm not going to talk about this now. I want to talk about it in the future. Uh
1: i don't think it's like, that god deep, damn it. sure about sure about continue it? continue on oh. i don't think we could do a full oh. podcast on it though i don't th- i think you just struggle to fill an hour because it'd be like it'd i mean me. you could because it'd just be jerking off microsoft because nobody else is even competing in the cloud <laughs> space know. at all I was,
0: I was i was probably going to jerk off google actually well i was going to jerk them off <laughs>
2: <try> <laughs> what is there <laughs> so to we, compliment
0: okay. we're, we're getting into we're getting into it now um you know what my favorite part paying I, for it every month and then paying for the games it's free, it's
1: free no it's not it's, it's a paid service for sure no it's not yeah. it's free you know you it's work famous. for Google I trust you I, I'm not even gonna Google India it it's fucking free I remember it, it rolled out and you paid for the service and you paid
0: for the games because it was a massive yeah they did point. some like dumb stupid like preview thing where the only way you could do the preview is yeah if you did the thing and then it's like their marketing was absolutely atrocious right like their marketing was mm-hmm. straight up terrible the fact that you don't know it's a free service is is why they fail. And so, so I didn't okay. know it was a free service either. <laughs> and, I have not followed That makes Stadia me feel bad. Okay. So everyone not else who's, who's listening and doesn't realize the free service. The way Stadia works, which by the way, uh yeah, fuck it work for Google. Uh, they have a free tier. Uh you get 1080p streaming. Uh you can play free to play games on it, like Destiny 2, uh, for example. Uh absolutely 100 percent for free from anywhere you want. It's great. Um, and then the paid tier is like, you get a games with gold or PlayStation, old PlayStation plus style, two games a month combined with, you can stream in 4k. And so like the, the 1080p tier is hundred percent free though. Like you don't have to pay a monthly fee for that. Um,
2: anyways, Anything then else? there's, was well, there any
1: other information you want to work into that advertisement? Like, do you think you got everything in check your scripts, check your script? What does it say?
2: <laughs> I don't,
0: I do not subscribe to stadia. I do not subscribe to Stadia. I actually have a Stadia controller, but the reason I have it is because they did a bundle with Chromecast Ultra, and I just wanted a Chromecast Ultra. Which I'm pretty sure that's like half the fucking Stadia controllers they sold, is people just wanted a Chromecast Ultra. Like realistically, that's what. I would is. do that
1: deal. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, like, it was like, I fucking
0: love that thing. Yeah, because they would like they they would do they would sell it. They would like I think it's like MSRP eighty or something, but they would like do a sale for like twenty bucks or something. It's like yeah, dude, I'm just gonna buy it for the fucking Chromecast. Um, and then anyway, sorry. Here's the other one that I doubt you all fucking know about. Luna. Do you, do you guys are you guys familiar with Luna? Luna yeah. I don't know nothing
1: about don't it. Don't know. Whatever.
0: I don't think so. <laughs> so okay. So the fact that you've heard about Luna is about the same level as you didn't realize Stadia has a free tier. Um, yeah, that's Amazon's. That's Amazon's uh cloud oh. <laughs> streaming service. I don't know anybody who's used it. For their now probably the first party uh studio. <laughs> they i think they're i think they still have games i think they're still working on it what was that game we played though where like it launched and it was so bad that i they refuse to remember its it name the it's scene. not worth was it the crucible space in my or memory. something like no, that don't i don't want to know i think it was crucible i don't know it's such it was a
1: waste like... of time <laughs>
0: It was it, it, like it was, it was so Crucible. bad they pulled it from Steam. I I don't think I've seen that happen before. Like it was so bad.
2: The only thing I could think of similar is the um, cyberpunk stuff where it got pulled off stores. But it was pretty. Crucible got, got killed. killed. Oh no, Crucible was killed quick. Yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was, was gone.
0: It I thought they're still working on it. Actually,
2: oh, well, it dead they dead. mean the same thing when it's never going to come out. So.
0: That's fair.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, oh, I thought they said that they, yeah, they completely
2: stop. Is interesting. Um, it mainly
0: because there's lots of there's lots of competitors, like everyone seems to think there's a market there. And every time I use it, I'm like, again, this has a purpose. The purpose is small enough that the market cannot be as big as these people think it is, right? Like it, I don't know. It's like it seems to me like th- there's a couple things you can either Play games before you download them. You can play on the go, um, or that's that's really it, actually. That's, that's about it.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You um, can play Slay or, the Spire while you're laying be in bed and uh, watching TV. That, that's also. A I use suppose
0: case. that's true, but but why? Okay, so so that's I'm going to call that on the go, and then I well that's not really
1: true. Uh, I about but, say I'm I'm not going anywhere when I'm doing yeah. that.
0: <laughs> so why why doesn't Slay the Spire just have a phone?
1: It does have one. I just pay for Game Pass. <laughs> and you know what? The okay. crazy thing, they do okay. say, it's, okay. better. So, they so say actually, it's better than no, the
0: actually, Interesting. Okay. And honestly, that's like an excellent, you know, back to like the, I feel like ever since Microsoft screwed up the Xbox One launch, they've been very consumer friendly. Like, yeah, yeah like you could yeah. buy it on the phone, but you have Game Pass Ultimate. So, like, why not stream it there? And not only that, but like, then because you're doing that, back to the save thing, you can just go play it on your phone in bed. Um, and then go back to your console or whatever, and you have the exact same save there, which is great. It's it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just
1: another way that, I mean, all the different, especially the biggest, biggest players, right? Like Amazon, Google, throw Apple in there. Microsoft's working you into their ecosystem. And if you were a part of their ecosystem, boy, do they treat you right. They are so good to you once you're in there, but you do need to own all of their tech (laughs) for it to work flawlessly. (laughs) So if you have a Windows PC, a Android phone, and a, um, actually, I'm not sure. I don't. I, I, iPhone, I imagine, has to work pretty well with Game Pass. Um,
0: it, works, it works a, relatively well. You have to do it with the browser, but it, but it works okay. Yeah.
1: I guess, really, of all the different infrastructures, they'd, besides the fact if the Windows phone still existed, I'm sure there'd be a lot of integration with the Windows phone. Oh, but yeah. We, Brett and I were the only is, two who ever uh, bought two of those.
2: It was all right. I liked mine like, a lot. It's just nobody yeah, developed no, it. Was, I was going to say, I hear that all the time, that's, that's that the it was thing. a great phone, just nobody supported it. It was a chicken it. and egg. It was a hundred
0: percent of the chicken and egg. And like, the thing is like, they bought, that's not true. They, so they acquired a company called We're gonna get really programming, but I'll be quick. They acquired a company called Xamarin, which like the whole thing Xamarin did was like, and Xamarin was pretty early, um, was they let you build an app and target it for multiple devices at the same time. Like you could target for Android iOS and obviously Microsoft Windows phone, right? And so I, I believe, obviously, that was part of Microsoft's play to make it easier for developers to take existing apps, or, or rather, just support Windows Phone in general. Um, obviously, clearly, it wasn't successful. Um, but yeah, that's give them video. a cookie,
1: right? Like you've got an Android app, and you want to get it on Apple. Hey, use Xamarin, and oh, you can also get it on our Windows Phone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, get some, get some downloads over there, please, yeah. please.
0: Well, because i think they did i think they obviously like took uh, again as as an incentive uh i think they took a smaller cut of sales than both google and and apple did right um and it's kind of the same thing you see this happening with the epic game store obviously like epic Mm -hmm. is taking a smaller cut of sales um than than steam is um and doing great which is which is great right only averaging a few hundred million a year Oh, they're they're hemorrhaging so much money. But it's okay, because Dragon Ball Z came out in Fortnite, and they just... I, I guarantee you they made enough money off the Dragon Ball Z collab alone to pay for all of their Epic
2: Game Store losses for the year. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's, that's yeah. Fortnite's job at this point, is to fund <laughs> everything else.
1: Uh, yeah, really, I thought it was all going to fall apart, and Fortnite has come back. When I, I saw a clip of the... Because I didn't end up playing when you, you wanted to play it last night, but I saw a clip this morning of... Uh, Spider-Man jumping up in the air and Kamehameha uh, hitting Goku with a Kamehameha so wave, and I was like, it's "Yep, so this fantastic. is uh, this is the peak is, of gaming is, right here."
0: It it really is. Like honestly, okay, we absolutely did not talk about what I wanted to talk about. We'll segue this flights. into
2: the topic we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, segue way back. I
0: mean, yeah. come on, you I, can I, get I totally back. can, but we but like, how long is this going on for? Is this going on for like an hour and a half? An hour? I don't know.
1: I'll be honest. I thought I'll we were going to run out of stuff to talk about. And I, thought we, I thought we were going to struggle to get to an hour. And yeah, you're absolutely, the intros where we had I assume we've hit Greg on like started the his background. We've
2: been talking since then. <laughs> yeah, we, we never really... came off of that. <laughs>
1: no,
2: like, like you, you wanted your longer watch.
1: background. You got it.
2: <laughs> you got it. It's like 40 minutes. It's your old's fault. That's your old's fault. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm I sorry for talking so back sorry. on this podcast. I am so sorry for the people listening, Um, but I really appreciate it. Um, I didn't think we would have a problem getting to this point at all. Oh, that's, that's why I wanted to
1: I thought we would have to iterate I, through all of our topics. I thought, like, we kind of be quick. Oh, no, no.
0: I absolutely knew that. It's exactly what you said. It's just party chat. It's just like, yeah, and it's, it's like what chat. I said yeah. at the beginning. Like, th- these, you you guys are the people I text about this kind of shit, anyways. Yeah. And so it's literally just, it's what we're just talking about. It. Like, that's just, yeah. And that's why, that's why, that's why I love doing this. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to keep going then. All right, so Fortnite. Um, I think it's a fantastic game. Uh, I, it, so I played on launch. Obviously, I think probably all of us played on launch at some yeah, point. Yeah, I think I probably yeah. did. Um, stopped playing when it got to that point where everyone got crazy build, obviously. smell the sweat in the lobbies. <laughs> <laughs> um, stopped playing at that point, and then they launched no build, and I have been playing semi-consistently since no build has launched. Um and it is such a good game. Um, and let me actually take a moment to, you know, you said I was jerking off Microsoft here. I'll, I'll go ahead and move the hand over and jerk off Epic really quick.
1: That's good. They need um,
0: attention. They really do. Yeah, those they're struggling. <laughs> they're they're really struggling. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Uh, hey Tim Sweeney, you wanna you wanna throw us? A, you know we're spo- you're spo- you're sponsoring us, right, Tim Sweeney?
2: Actually, you know,
1: I, I was joking, <laughs> but they really do Fortnite. Like had its time in the sun, where everybody loved it right when it came out, and like everybody was obsessed with it. And then it kind of went down. And even after No Build, like it's still, I think the norm, like, popular and popular culture to still continue to make fun of Fortnite. Like, Fortnite is seen as the kid's game, and it's, so it's, everyone's just going to make fun
0: it, of it. It's it's declining, but yes, you're you're totally right. It's still, I mean, it still has that kind of reputation. It um, does, but it's such whatever. an
2: actual, like, good game behind all that, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, it it's like, well-made, like, it, it, and the collaborations like, are insane, and yeah. the map changes every season, the, like, consistent support. Like, there's not a lot of other stuff that matches... The quality and consistency, in my opinion, I don't, I don't even play it right now. Like I want to I get back into it, I just haven't yet.
0: Anything? I don't think there's a single thing that does.
2: No, um, I don't think least, there at is. At least
0: in terms of a a online game, yeah, an online yeah. multiplayer game. Obviously, yeah. we talked about Sony. First party studios has extremely high quality, consistently high quality single player games. Sure, absolutely. But in terms of like an online multiplayer game, like I yeah, I, I think literally Fortnite is like the bar to hit. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it's it's ridiculous. Okay, so so my jerk off of of Epic really quick. Thank you, Tim Sweeney, for the sponsor. Obviously, he didn't sponsor us. This is the first episode. No one knows who the he fuck didn't we are. Sponsor no the first podcast episode.
1: I know, me so <laughs> Where's my money? Uh, I was expecting to get paid out right after we're done yeah, recording.
0: We're making we're making zero money. Um, obviously, well,
1: that's not true. You're probably um, making negative money. I'm sure there's something you're gonna have to pay for to post this somewhere.
0: <laughs> uh anchor is free i i chose the free option anyways okay okay Fortnite. <laughs> i just got that Fortnite set the trend right like I, I i love you all i love you all so much um so obviously Fortnite kind of ripped off pubg blah blah, blah. there's kind of some like shitty things that went on there initially obviously of like uh, I can't remember who makes PUBG, which, by the way, in my opinion, is an absolutely atrocious game. I think PUBG is awful. Never um, did you ever? And play? I, I played it once or twice because Microsoft wasted a shit. I don't know how much money. Microsoft wasted money to get it on Game Pass, um, and it was I terrible. It's, it's a terrible game. I'm sorry. I just think PUBG is awful. Um, I think Call of Duty Warzone did everything PUBG did except better. Um, anyways. There was some like kind of crappy stuff that went on there initially with like PUBG was using Unreal Engine. They were working with e- Epic on basically improvements to Unreal Engine to meet the Battle Royale use case. And then Epic sees the opportunity and pivots Fortnite into Battle Royale. Like, because while working with the PUBG developers, and like then they would like make changes, but like, only like give them to themselves, like their internal build of Unreal Engine and like make Mm -hmm. them wait like six months or whatever. You know, know, like, it's like, that was kind of lame. That -hmm. being said, then-
1: It's always funny to me to remember that it's called Fortnite because it's a fucking zombie game. (laughs)
0: so <laughs> that's what yeah yeah God, did, did, you, did you not play save the world man like come I, on. To, I, I just never did
1: because
0: <laughs> you got it for free I, I right know they, they basically uh they included in bundles now that's right you got um, and it so it's like bundles. basically for free right like because the bundle costs the same as the v bucks or whatever and then like it comes with the skin anyways um this window, do you? We remember. so, so yeah. then here's the thing that that i really appreciate epic for um cross play exists in the state it is today because of them if it was not for Fortnite, and it was not for epic cross play and cross progression would not be at the point it is today that is true 100%, yeah straight up
2: yeah
0: absolutely. absolutely like
1: have you seen did you they, see that stuff from the lawsuit with playstation
0: I, we th- this is a future conversation how you're literally talking about it right now You're literally talking Um, about, this is
1: specifically why they made crossplay work, is because how it's always, the problem has always been that, like, whoever is winning the console war
0: doesn't want to do crossplay. Yeah,
1: Yeah, they have zero reason to do it. Except if, you know, the biggest, overwhelmingly biggest game on all these different platforms threatens to leave your platform. And that is exactly what Fortnite did.
0: they, They came in and, you know, Tim Sweeney slammed his big old dick on the table and said... I'm Tim Sweeney, and here's Fortnite. Um do it like I a want.
1: hypothetical? I mean, in from the lawsuit, they have the exact email exchange where a Fortnite representative, not like it was not who you would think it was. It was not any leader of the game. It was just like their one of their division heads was just talking to a division head from Sony and was more or less like, "You have no room to negotiate here. You had it was paraphrasing, but it was when we became the number one downloaded game on the PlayStation Store, you lost all like ability to negotiate with us. Like we are clearly your number one game by a lot. We make you all a ton of money. You need to go cross play. We will make you all look exactly. like the winners here. We'll do lots and make like give you exclusive stuff for playing along, but you are going to do this. Yeah. It was so, crazy, crazy to read.
0: Love. <laughs> I love them for that. No, love is a strong I really appreciate what they did. And then they did the same thing, except they failed with Apple and Google. They they said, yo dog, but then here's the here's the other thing is because like obviously as they were doing this they did the super cheesy like ad which was really funny. Um, To be fair, then Google does did like another super cheesy like get the message thing with Apple with like RCS and iMessage. Anyways, big companies love doing super cheesy like let's rally the troops campaigns. But so, for those who don't know, um, Epic just they just did it. They did it without telling Apple and Google the same day they launched the thing. They they flipped the switch to enable buying V-Bucks in Fortnite on mobile directly from them, not through the app stores. And it was cheaper because they're not paying the cut to Apple and Google, obviously. Um, and so, so yeah. Uh, also, before this even, actually, it was funny. They didn't distribute on the Google Play Store. They shipped in like the Samsung Galaxy Store, or you could like go download the... Uh, what do they call it on Android? The the the, the thingy, the binary, the package? I don't know. Oh god, I can't think of the name. It is called an APK. Um uh, and you could go download and install it separately. Um and then eventually they went to the Google Play Store because they realized that uh, it turns out like market share means a lot and Google Play Store obviously has market share for you know marketplaces on Android. Um but so you know they did they this. Did it,
1: um, do you know why they did it secretly, by the way? Like why it all of a sudden appeared as opposed to
0: wouldn't have passed review otherwise right like and they have to go well, through past review
1: reviews. but they had to hide it to make sure it would pass review and it yeah, was exactly. all it was specifically so that it would force the hand of google and apple to take them down so they then had a reason to start a lawsuit because they had already of course negotiated extensively with both saying like hey and it's really funny how this comes out because they tried to be the we're representing everybody we're everybody's friend Nego- starting point for the negotiation is same with like playstation right give us a deal give us we a are big deal. give us a special deal because we are special to your platform but you know when it's not a video game only platform both of them are like go fuck yourself <laughs> like we have plenty of other apps that make way more money than you do <laughs> you are nothing to us um and then of course they yeah. you know did all this so they could start a lawsuit to try and force their way to happen
0: they weren't they weren't nothing right like they they weren't they weren't chump change by any means um no. but then so personally Uh, So I, at one point in time, I had released some apps for, I had released an app for iOS um, that I made on my own. And then I released some like crappy iMessage apps. Um, I am now technically part of a class action lawsuit uh, where Apple's going to pay me some money and it's totally the result of the Epic suit. And it's fantastic because like, so the big changes, so Epic technically lost the case. But a couple interesting things happened. Um, one, I believe, uh, the app stores can no longer prevent developers from linking to other places. They can't do the payment in the app, but I think they can like link to their website and you can do it there. That is correct. Uh, that's the one point part. they won. Um, and then the other thing that happened is it wasn't a direct result of the lawsuit. It was Apple trying to buy back goodwill, mainly, I think with regulators. Mm-hmm. Is, so it used to be Apple, Google, pretty much everybody took 30% of all sales in-app purchases or otherwise. Apple made the move to your first million dollars on the platform. They only take 15%. And and then Google followed suit sometime after, I think.
1: Yeah, um, I wouldn't say it's like and so, it more, It was protecting themselves against when they will invariably get sued for this again.
0: Yeah, that that's the biggie, right? But I, I think it was just I think it was also just a lot of goodwill. Like I think they were trying to also good, that, yeah. bring goodwill and be able and be able to point to something and say, hey, look, we we we're only taking 15%. You know, okay. like we're like this is a reasonable, you know. Um, but then as a result of that, then I think there's some class action lawsuit that's like, well, this should be retroactive, blah, 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 blah. And like I think they just agreed to settle, obviously, like all class action lawsuits. And so I think at some point, hopefully I'll get a check all because Epic decided to take the fight to Apple and now Apple's going to send me a check and I'm very pleased. Um, But yeah, no, I I really appreciate everything Epic has done to push uh, the gaming industry forward, right? Like, and I know a lot of people roll their eyes. A lot of people hate Epic Game Store, but like Fortnite is one of a kind still to this day. Fortnite, like, you know, the uh, Activision Blizzard suit is going on Uh, or not suit, the Activision Blizzard acquisition by Microsoft is going on. It's obviously under regulatory review, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I think it's like in Brazil's thing, Uh, there was like this big thing, and Sony was like, Call of Duty is one of a kind. It cannot be replaced. Um, And I think no one else, none of the other people they contacted agreed with that statement. I would argue Fortnite is more one of a kind than Call of Duty is. Like, honestly. Like, yeah. I mean, they're both, like, I would a huge agree with games that at this in their point. Own, right? Yeah.
1: What do you mean by one um, of a kind? Like not in idea, of course, right? Like in implementation, and like how they've actually how the game Sony, is actually panned
2: out. The,
0: the the argument Sony was basically making was that because obviously they don't want the deal to close, um, right. was basically that it is so culturally ingrained, right? Like it is the the go to first person shooter, even still to date, right? And like the sales are huge and it's just like big cultural phenomenon to the point where like, they were like no other first party or no, no, no first party, no other first person shooter, um, like it, you know, can compare to it, can replace it, et cetera. They were like, it is irreplaceable was basically their argument. And that's why it's unfair to Microsoft to acquire it, theoretically. Um, and like I said, yeah, I literally feel like Fortnite is, is more irreplaceable than, than, uh, it's called duties in my mind, but
2: meh. I mean, I can't imagine gotta, another gotta, it's looking, any yeah. other game taking that same kind of like zeitgeist spot that Fortnite has. Like Call of Duty had it for and a the, long just, time. We're gonna do
0: everything, but, whatever we want. Like
2: I think yeah, it's yeah, Warzone, exactly.
1: right? Like you gotta compare it to it's the next level down competitor. And for both of those, like Call of Duty, it's gotta be I think it's the Battlefield series. And then for uh, Fortnite, funnily enough, it's Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. Um, and so I'm pretty sure both of those, Battlefield's obviously taken a massive hit. It's way easier Ooh. to make the argument that there is no competitors to Call of Duty after what Battlefield's That's been a, doing recently.
0: Um, a good, a good analogy, which, is yeah, an which has a ton of players. To, um, what I wanted to talk about, which was, and this was just a random idea, and I'm kind of glad we just kind of talked about whatever, because it's more fun to just talk about whatever, is um, so free to play games were a huge thing, particularly on phones. Yeah. um they existed on console i feel like obviously warframe's a big example of a really big popular free-to-play yeah. game that came before fortnite but i still feel like fortnite again was like they literally changed the industry right like with fortnite with with the battle pass with yeah, being free to play like the industry is permanently changed because of that sometimes for the worse and this is what i would like to talk about um is there so many free-to-play games now and actually like the epic example is a great one right um they acquired fall guys i believe i believe they acquired i'm pretty sure they they now own the studio same thing with the uh, psionics the people who make rocket league um both of those went free to play after the epic acquisition clearly epic is saying free to play is the future um and then they, another Epic game studio published one just launched into preview called Rumble Ver, Rumbleverse, uh, also a free-to-play battle royale, also with a battle pass, obviously, right? Like, they have clearly, at least for themselves, believe that's the future. And I think the industry agrees. Halo Infinite is free-to-play, um, much to the chagrin of a lot of people, um, which I would love to talk about why I think that is kind of a failed choice by them. Um, not failed, but flawed in a way, and why I think it works for Fortnite, but why it doesn't work for Halo Infinite, um, Diablo Immortal on phone, um, which people despise the free-to-play model of it, but at the same time, like there is like forty to sixty hours of just like pretty fun playing on your phone content there, and admittedly, it's very standard action RPG kind of repetitive content, but like, that's what the game is mm-hmm. um, and it's free, which is kind of great. Um, their battle pass sucks though. It's like $5 for a month basically. And like, there's more levels than there are days in like the length of the season. It's freaking terrible. I, anyways, that's a separate thing. Um, and then another like example in my mind, like really recent example, of the industry believing free to play is the future. Um, overwatch two. Overwatch is going free to play, which is um, a fairly big thing. I feel like. I mean, overwatch isn't as big as it used to be, obviously, right? But like I still feel like that's a like pretty significant example of like a really big player in the space. Saying we think free to play is the future, per, at least for multiplayer online games, we think multiplayer online games free to play is the future. and I, I feel like there's a lot of truth to that, um, especially with like you need a player base for matchmaking and stuff like that. Like multiverses is another excellent example. very recent free to play. Um, I don't think multiverses would succeed if it was not free to play. and we either. could just look at. But yeah, I mean, we can look at Nick All-Stars Brawl, which launched not too long before it. Very similar thing. The gameplay itself is, it's fine. It's no, it's maybe a little worse than Multiverses, but not like enough to like make a difference. The real issue though, is like, it launched without voice lines and some other stuff and it costs money. That's the thing is it costs money. Um, Oh, and I think it didn't have, oh again, actually to thank Epic again, Multiverses has cross play and cross progression. Right, which again, like, like I said, I don't think would exist today. Like multiverses would not exist in the state it does today if it were not for Fortnite, um, in, in a way. Like, And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's very interesting, this shift to free-to-play that we're seeing. Um, again, most of the time I think for better in like the case of multiverses and like I'm glad I'm not going to have to pay for Overwatch. Um, but I definitely appreciate that like there are a lot of bad examples of this. Um Diablo Immortal being one of them. (laughs) Although, even still, I can appreciate the free content that is there. Um, Also, I guess MOBAs have been free-to-play for a long time as well, but they didn't have the Battle Pass model.
1: Anyways, I was going to say, it's funny to say it's all about Fortnite when really, Lee kind of showed why, and I think all of them ultimately come back to this model and why I think it's good for consumers, but probably not great for game studios, is that Lee... League, Fortnite, a lot of these games that went free-to-play. Um, Apex Legends, I think, is another great example of that. Uh, yeah,
0: that's an excellent example, yeah. Apex, like, which they gave up on Titanfall for that.
1: Exactly. And it's really like, you kind of put together this idea and launch it, oh, and and, but worse, you go free, free-to-play, and you start pretty basic and launch with your idea, and either it's going to get that big player base that you need to survive, or it's not. And then you're just instantly going to die if you don't get it. And so it's kind of like free-to-play gives you a better shot at farming and keeping that massive player base. Whereas if you're a paid game, you know, Nick, again, Nick is a great example of you get your initial sales, but if you're an online game, initial sit like you need continuous sales to continue to farm a player base. Otherwise people are just going to leave. And if there's no standing player base for people to engage with, there's no point in playing your game. So you have to be free to play. So there's always kind of a minimum level of players. And then really you're just trying to like, incentivize hopefully get enough people involved so that then you start to pull on what really all these free-to-play games want which is the whales who are going to come in and buy all the cosmetics and all that shit um that actually sustains well and i,
0: I the think game. the battle pass is an excellent way to be free to play the battle pass model is an excellent way to be free to play without relying on whales right like you can yeah it's the same reason like the battle pass is essentially a subscription. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Fortnite includes enough coins in it that you don't have to keep buying it. But, like, essentially what it is, is it is a subscription of here is $10 every three months. And, -hmm. like, that's why Game Pass, that's why Microsoft is really interested in Game Pass. They want recurring revenue. They don't want to rely on a whale. They want to be able to rely on, I got like 10 million players and, you know, 500,000 of these numbers are made up. 500,000 of them are going to spend $10 every three months on a Battle Pass. Like, I think. And I, I'm not a game developer, but like my impression is that is the more preferable source of income than, you know, 100 people come in and they spend $5,000. I don't think right? it's preferred. Like, I think it's just another one.
1: It definitely keeps people involved and it keeps them playing your game because of the, how leveling works. You know, it gives people a reason to sign on, which is something free to play games always really struggle with. Um, yeah. I actually think that's one of the reasons it works really well for multiverse is like we've talked about it, something about earning the currency to unlock characters works really really well for multiverses and like gives you a reason to keep wanting to play because like oh i want to grind up this character to actually like to buy somebody new um yeah but i think battle pass is hard it's a hard comparison for everybody else fortnite is the only one who's been able to do like cosmetics in both quantity and quality the way that they have nobody look at multiverse's uh battle pass um a free-to-play game because the the preseason
0: one was such a good deal and then the current one is just so kind of yeah (laughs) but
1: the preseason one had two skins i think the new one has four and it's just those skins there's no recolors and they're not exciting whereas like the Fortnite battle pass from the very get-go had a multitude of skins had all this like pretty interesting stuff in it um that you genuinely wanted like it had five or six items usually that you wanted um and it culminated in this one skin that everybody really really wanted like a really good one like the john wick skin from season one is still like very well looked upon that season
0: one or two two. i can't remember it
1: was season one it was the very first one um because i remember Uh, when you'd run into a john wick when we were very first started playing you're like oh holy fuck this guy plays so much he's gonna run us over
0: it was it was either they, it was like, oh shit, this person spent $50, or oh shit, this person's played 50 hours, right? like Well, that's the nice thing about the
1: Battle uh, Pass end skin, is it's like, you know that person has played a lot in this specific season, otherwise they would not have that skin. Because getting to level 100, back then it was way harder than I think it is now, because they have levels past 100, but like, level 100 was supposed to be this un- almost unobtainably difficult thing to do in the Battle Pass. Um, you had to play like, tens of hours in that season to get there. Um but yeah, okay. I just think like... I
0: really want to hear your thoughts on this. But I also want to you you mentioned something, Packy, that of like that it can be a danger thing. Is that reminded me of? Um, so we we've both played a fair number of high res studios games. Who make Smite, Paladins? Um, that might be basically all they make at this point. Um, one of the things they tried was was realm royale, which was that obviously they're trying to get on the battle royale bandwagon. It was all their games are free to play, I think. Um, and it was okay. It was solid, right? But then, yeah, no, like it didn't get the the grab, right? And so I'm pretty sure it's yeah officially dead now. Turns out, right after recording this, it ended up getting a second life with the Reforged update. Oh yeah, I just thought that was an interesting. Like I, I thought of that as soon as you said that. Like it can be kind of a curse thing too. Um,
2: James, thoughts? Um, I think one thing to touch back on what we talked about or what you all talked about with. You know, um, I think what Packy said about it being like a choice, not necessarily like the the future choice for things is like the Battle Pass system is I think it can be dangerous for developers or like producers or publishers or whoever, where with the traditional game model of where you purchase it the one time and then you have it. And then maybe there's DLC and stuff down the line because that's the world we live in. Um, but at least then the cost up front for the consumer is maybe not significant, but it's like 60, 70 dollars. Versus where a free-to-play game with one season of Battle Pass is 10 to 15, right? And if you as the developer don't know if you can continue to make content, then after that first season, or maybe even just like a month in, you lose that whole revenue stream. Where if you had sold the thing up front for the 60, maybe you wouldn't have gotten as many sales, but those sales would have been worth more for content you already made. You didn't have to keep making content for it. So yeah, it's definitely I, I think... Yeah. And it could go either way, obviously, like some people are really successful with it. And I wanted to also bring up one thing, too. I think a big game that both of you skipped over talking about free to play or games becoming free to play. You mentioned Overwatch. Um, It's not in the Activision catalog anymore, but Destiny um destiny 2 became free to play pretty late in its cycle it was a normal game for a long time um, in terms of the business model and as someone who still jumps in pretty regularly because as much as i have some issues with destiny 2 the gameplay itself is fantastic it's one of the best shooters i think made it's looks great it flows great it just is a fun game to play um, and I still jump in pretty much every season, and I think right now I technically own the next three seasons because I bought a bundle way back, and so I still jump in and try mm-hmm. it, but I think they've done a really good job of like mixing it, where you have the free-to-play tier, where you can just kind of jump in, and you have basically the current content in terms of like whatever that season is doing, but you don't have the full spread of stuff. Um, Which is fine, a lot of times whenever you jump in on a season, you just want to play the seasonal stuff, right? Like, if you've never touched Destiny 2 before, you're not going to care about anything behind that. But maybe you get involved in the current season, you care about the stuff, and then you go purchase the full thing with all the DLC. Yeah. Uh, But I think, on the other hand, Bungie has not always done the best job actually integrating their, like, actual game with the seasonal content. Because one of my big problems with Destiny 2 is they keep cutting content out of it when... Greg, maybe you know better as a software engineer, but, like, I don't think they have to. I don't think there's actually a limitation yeah. other than one that they're forcing on themselves because Destiny's not, like, Witcher-style massive open-world maps. It's not like Red Dead 2. The open and world areas are relatively small. They're all, like, loading zone kind of gated anyway. Like, you only ever see, like, three other people in them. The overall game isn't that you massive.
0: maybe argue that they could have but... done the optional content install
2: that's um, that, exactly but the I, way my, like my, call of duty yeah. kind of does now like i don't know why they haven't done something like that for the people who actually Dude, do want call of duty did and, it you know, so terribly and,
0: yeah, like it's, they did it so badly um i think the game that did that best is um uh, uh halo master chief collection yeah no, um that's sure. like legendary edition also did a good job yep. obviously because yep. they're the same they're the same thing right it's it's one game that's that's, multiple yeah, games, that's so all the games yeah exactly what you want to download, right um but yeah know, my, my suspicion obviously is um which i remember reading about this and i thought it was interesting when they they call it the vault right is what yeah, they call it I remember when yeah when they announced it um is yeah i think it was like the install size was getting astronomical no right? for like, sure the, like absolutely unreasonable um and i it would be interesting yeah if they could um if they could have done the op- like optional install stuff and so my response to that as a software developer and again don't don't work at bungee no idea <laughs> um but in general you want to know what the best code is the code that you can delete that's that is the best code i, I love say, I deleting shit.
1: I I wouldn't think that it's an install size thing because segmenting cannot be that overwhelmingly difficult that they just don't want to do it
0: I think the other reason they said was could be balancing um, maintenance
1: right like they just don't want to go retest all I think I
0: think it's I think it's some of that I think it's also like uh they were running into this happens especially with the the free-to-play right like i think they were running into a people were feeling overwhelmed because there was actually too much stuff to well, do. well sure wow but also uh, they have
2: done the worst job at the onboarding warframe did, which yeah, i've they, also they, played i played yeah. it at the very beginning and i've played it since i think with the i think it was the planes of eidolon expansion that added like their open world i think is what it was called i didn't play much of it but warframe also didn't do a great job of the onboarding where they onboard you for like the current but they never do anything to integrate the entire rest of their universe in, which is obviously where the bulk of the content is like, yeah, I could play this 200 hours straight, or I could play the whole game, (laughs) but if you don't know what you're doing, you're not going to touch it.
0: Yeah, I think it was Destiny Two. They hid away like the start to that like in the hangar. Like you had to like go talk to them. No, they literally did. There's no indication at all that this is what you go to do. There's not even like... like
2: the HUD element of where you can see it. Like if you like bring up the ghost, which is like the little you know menu thing you have, you can't even see it like as a pop up. You have to be right up next to the terminal that'll give you all the old content, and it's out of the way. It's not presented to you. It's and some of that stuff is great. Like i love bungie or not but like they are good at making an emotional story even for characters that you wouldn't think would be emotional because they bring in the music they bring in the visuals the gameplay is always great between halo obviously way back in the day um and destiny now but like they don't give it to the players unless you like specifically go and look for it which if you're new to the game you're not going to do because you don't even know it exists so
0: no i mean that's that that problem of onboarding new players into an established a long long established game or universe is very difficult oh sure wow struggles wow struggles with it immensely
1: i was about to call back to that there must be some game design philosophy behind why they do it that way because yeah every game seems to do this where they kind of just not full not fully retire maybe like destiny 2 has done it but like They just don't care that much anymore about the old songs. Well,
2: you to know one game that's done it well, in my opinion. It's not as good. (laughs) True. One game, speaking of MMOs, that has done the onboarding well and still values the old content and lets you naturally organically progress through it, and then you get to the new content, Star Wars The Old Republic. As someone who cannot stand MMOs personally, I love The Old Republic because it drops you into the old content. It's still around. It is. It's It's actually updated with a season pass. It's got, it's like free to play also. Oh, of course it has a season pass. (laughs) But like you don't have to, you don't have to integrate with it in any way if you don't want to. Like I just play it because the actual like base game stories for the characters, especially if you like Star Wars and especially if you like the Old Republic era, are fantastic. They're legitimately Bioware at its best and the game puts you in it and doesn't like hold it back and be like, oh no, don't play the old stuff. I think Old Republic does a really good job at it.
1: I need to go try it again. You know, the only reason I know that game is still out is because they still release the cinematic trailers, and it's the They're best so Star Wars content that comes out every They're year. They're so good. They're so friggin' good. Don't play the Dude, game. Haven't played the game gonna, at all. Watched, I still recommend it.
0: Do we need to go? Do we need to go play it? Like, is that is
2: that a thing that needs to happen? I'll probably go like, try
1: it if you really like it. I just I knew no one before this conversation who had ever played
2: it. I love it. It's great, and it's I, the only M- MMO that I can consistently play and not bash my head against a wall.
0: MMOs are so dangerous for me because either I really like it, or I give up on it immediately because this ain't wild. Slow. There's, I think, like,
1: um, that's the issue I had. I had to try Final, Final Fantasy XIV in two different like attempts because it's the thing that always gets me with MMOs, especially when you've already played one and made it to the end game and played a lot of the end game. Is they feel so ungodly slow at the beginning. Like it is yeah. just JRPGs have this problem too, where like. The first 10 hours is the price you pay to pay to play a fun game. Like yeah. you have to get through that first there's, part to actually get to of the fun part.
0: There's many time. many a games that you pay a, you pay a price up front. Um mm-hmm. and then some you're like it's going to get better, right? It's going to get better, right? And then it, yeah. it never gets <laughs> And then <better>. it doesn't.
1: <laughs> this is why I love roguelikes. Yeah. Roguelikes you just get right to the fun part right from the yeah. beginning. It cuts out everything else.
2: Hey, is great into, oh, in, into the into the is fantastic. Oh, another
1: really good one. If you like I those, those um, if you have game pass neon abyss is on there and they just released an update that i think massively improves the game i've been grinding those recently um i do actually want to transition that into a closing topic because we're we're getting late here for me <laughs> hour and a um, half <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I actually i was gonna say when we started i was gonna put a a, a hard cut off at like eight fifteen, um but i've actually enjoyed this so much i i enjoyed the fact that we went long. No, right. um, I um but you kind of talked about like setting a overarching topic for the the podcast to go forward and i figured part of that we talked about like game genres we'll pick other topics too like cloud gaming maybe um and you know the different like how is microsoft done how is Sony done. there's a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's gaming there's a wide wide variety the industry's
0: think, huge the industry's massive yeah, yeah.
1: i think yeah. one of the things would probably be good to pick like a uh like a genre type of game i really liked that idea especially because i've re i had an initial like after specifically hades triggered this adoration from me of roguelikes and i tried it's a so bunch good. of them so as well as all of super giants games and yeah. then i recently so started fantastic. playing them again they are they are so good um but i started playing them again and i would love to talk in depth about why to me because i just the concept of roguelike it's not just like i like many different types of roguelikes like i think specifically the concept of roguelikes is like the best type of game out there right now would love to talk about it in depth as to why they are good um but yeah that is I, think, I guess all that wrapping up, like what is your either favorite type of genre or what you think is the most interesting genre in gaming right now?
2: James? Um, that's tough because I, like <laughs> I said, I play a very wide range. I have a lot of favorites all between them. And as someone, I definitely have issues with my attention span and like wanting to actually play something because sometimes you do want to play like a cinematic, linear experience like the last of us god of war uncharted the sony games obviously Mm -hmm. um sometimes i don't want to do that or sometimes i really want to get really lost in an open world like i was playing the new horizon forbidden west it's fantastic if you have a ps5 highly recommend um but also i stopped playing it for like two days and it broke the chain and i haven't touched it since and i tell myself i'm gonna go back to it every day i hate when that happens i know and i'm still gonna go back to it i just haven't had like the mental push for it Um, as far as genres, I mean, I love, love, love strategy games. I'm not crazy in love with the modern versions of them as much, but for example, I still regularly play Warhammer 40k Dawn of War, the original one, which is one of the best games in that genre. And I think in general ever made, um, I play a lot of Total War, like I said, um, the newer like Warhammer ones, uh, beyond that, I don't know, I mean, shooters are always just like a fun like, turn your brain off thing and play. Like, when the new Call of Duty comes, Call of Duty comes out, I'm sure I'll pick it up.
0: Um, oh, yeah, my, and then, my
2: answer is shooters. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. Yeah, I, I, do. <laughs> I, think you're... I think they're probably the I'm, easiest I'm basic. to just, I'm so like, basic. play, right? As far as, like, if you just want to sit down and unwind, it's a good way to do that. And it'll probably make you mad in the process, but it's it's just good for that. Um, and I want to say something real quick just on your topic about roguelikes. You saying that, like, you think they're, like, one of the best gaming genres in general. I think they're probably the best modern interpretation of what gaming started out as, where you had arcade cabinets, you had games where you had limited lives. And I think they're probably the truest to gaming's, like, soul. Um, Not always my favorite thing to play, because I like to have progression in anything I play personally. Um, But I do love, like, the ones that are out. Like, Hades is fantastic. Enter the Gungeon. And also, not to cut myself off, that's what I do like about those, is they are roguelikes with progression. Because Hades, you have a story that develops as you play it. You have the character relationships that develop as you play it, which I love. You have the items you get over time that stay permanent. Um, Enter the Gungeon does some of that also, and I really like both of those, so.
0: Love that analogy you made. That's great. Obviously, Packy did too. Like, Paki, like almost jumped out of his chair. <laughs> I've made that analogy oh. before. I've made that exact I, analogy I, 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 really I love it. that. I love it is that. what it is, for um, sure. Um, I, I I would agree that I think they're very interesting. Like you 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 your question was kind of a two parter. what was your favorite? Or what, what do you find most interesting? I would agree. I would probably say roguelikes are very interesting today mm-hmm. and current thing enough to the point where like we mentioned, I love that gaming is copying is flattery in gaming, right? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. patents do exist in gaming, but I feel like they exist much less in gaming than like in other like normal software industries, yeah, for example. For sure. Um, like and copying is such flattery, and so then you see um you see the roguelike being taken and put it put into other games like obviously wow has Torghast um Minecraft Dungeons actually has uh they call it the tower um and then actually um Diablo Immortal I I talked about Diablo Immortal a little earlier um They just came out with an update. It was funny. They called it like a small update and it had like three fucking events in it. And everyone's like, you call this a small update? What? Um, (laughs) But one of them is a roguelike, right? Like you go into a thing, you don't have any of your gear, you don't have any of your abilities. And the best part is, I really like the way they described that. Their reasoning behind it was um, they're doing this to encourage people to branch out, to try legendaries, try uh, abilities that you know you, you're not playing with because like i've used the same set of abilities on my crusader for like the past 10 15 hours in that game at this point like mm-hmm. at least um and so this is their way of like taking what they see in all of these other games bringing it in here and then like help getting people to branch out which is the where roguelikes shine yeah. right in, in getting these wacky crazy builds um, and so I thought that was really cool. I, I really areas, like right? seeing, like, yeah, exactly. And I really like seeing that in general, not not just with roguelikes. I like seeing games adopt and learn from other games and other genres. And so I really find it interesting when we see these cases of, uh, you know, like basically adding a mode to a game that is, you know, yeah. this other thing. I
2: mean, I can think so. of a couple things that are way off of that base that have done that, Prey. Which is a fantastic story driven immersive sim by a fantastic studio. I personally love Arcane. Okay, that was that was that was like a deal. What did they call it? It was DL- a like tiny standalone moon DLC Shot? called Moon Crash. Moon it's Crash. Moon, moon and crash. not yeah. only was it great, I love when you can see like retroactively looking back when studios make products that are small or like off the beaten path or whatever, and you can see that they are specifically developmental prototypes for the next project, because Deathloop <laughs> is essentially a roguelike and made by Arcane, and you can see that like they made Mooncrash and they saw that they liked personally ideas from that and they turned that into Deathloop in some way. Um, and I was gonna say, yeah. Division also had a roguelike mode they added pretty late in its development. Um, and Ooh. I never played a lot of it, but I mean, they'd had it, you know, it's a third person RPG shooter like Destiny, but third person. Um, and they were like, yeah, let's throw a roguelike you know, in there for whatever reason, so. Yeah,
1: and that's part of why I wanted to like talk. I get we get I would love to do a full podcast episode on them because I think like And what we've highlighted is so many people have made them and it's because they are so easy to make and because they are so easy to make, they are churned out quickly, which has accelerated the innovation of a fairly unexplored genre up until like the past, like three, five years. But yeah, they've just changed and improved so quickly because so many people are making them and they're all making them in sequence and they're all learning from each other, which we've done with like open world games. But look at like how fast roguelikes have progressed along that compared to open world, which started with far cry three and really we haven't deviated all that far from it because it's a genre dominated by AAA industries for like
2: certain game for certain versions of open world i think other World games have definitely changed like the the tower mm-hmm. thing isn't nearly as common except for like the middle line budget games where they're like i don't know what to put in this so let's just put towers mm-hmm. in
1: and you can't say they haven't, like, totally changed, right? Because within that genre, you have Breath of the Wild, which is, like, a totally, besides some very, very select few shared elements, is totally different than what Far Cry 3 kind of started.
2: Sure, and then you have, um, uh, I would say, Red Dead 2 is the, like, pinnacle in oh, terms yeah, also, of, like, world design, and not, like, from a gameplay perspective, but from a, like, detail and there is no like you know tower gameplay in that but like even something like horizon which is fantastic and i think has a good open world does have towers they're just mobile and they walk around so
1: yeah it's just <laughs> different parts right like everybody's yeah, picked exactly. their different parts and added in their own new stuff
2: exactly G-
0: gaming
1: open as Worlds a whole so
0: so much like that it's, it's iterative it's, yeah it's, always
2: it.
1: yeah but, yeah i think that'd be great um, I do think that was
0: a good note to end on um, yeah. i i want to say um i personally really enjoyed this yeah, it was good. Um, I had fun. I yes. <laughs> I would like to do this again. Agreed. Um So if you're if you're still listening, um, I hope That's you enjoyed it too. The most optimistic um, thing anyone's ever said so far. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you're still listening, I hope you enjoyed it too, um, because I believe that we will do another, and hopefully another and another and another, and we'll keep doing these because I really enjoyed it. I love chatting with friends. I love talking about games in general. Um, mm-hmm. Probably talk about. Maybe talk about some other stuff. Maybe we'll do it as a different series. Who, know, who knows? Um, all I know is uh, we need to get better at podcasting if we're going to keep doing this. <laughs> well, it's practice. That's why I said yeah. I,
1: I assumed we wouldn't even post this one. Like, I assumed this one. You feel free to post it because I think that's the fun part of the process. But, like, whatever we were going to do first was going to suck, right? And oh, we, that's how it always is. All right. This is the clap, right? All right. This is where the podcast part ends.